This episode was created on unceded Coast Salish territories of the Lekwungen and Wissanik people. CFUV has been around for over 30 years. In that time, we have worked with many radio hosts, all with their own unique experiences and stories. I'm setting out to find how CFUV has affected its community and to get an inside story on CFUV's DJs. I'm Max Monday, and this is Behind the Mic. You all know me, I'm Max. I'm here uh, with Narad, one of the hosts of Masala Mix. How's he, how are you doing? Good, how about you? Yeah, I'm yeah. doing very yeah. well. It was you. a great weekend, it got a little bit cold, but yeah. Totally, yeah, yeah. but really rainy for some reason. Yeah. Since Narad was young, he has dreamed of being on the radio. It was CFUV that helped make his dreams of hosting his own show a reality. I grew up in a world which was without Netflix and TV. And a lot of it was just radio. Mm-hmm. And uh, my, I remember my elder sister was quite a fan of Bollywood music and she had a notebook where she used to jot down songs once in a while that she really, really loved. And in... 80s and late 70s there was this big radio show which was done weekly and it was sponsored by a very popular toothpaste brand and in fact it was heard across south asian continents so sri lanka india pakistan and things like that and there was this anchor called amin sani who was known for his golden voice he was called uh, as a man with a golden voice and that's the environment i grew up in even in early 80s when tv was just getting through india making inroads in india my favorite shows still remained uh, s- programs about music, uh, documentaries on music, and also um, uh, weekly top 10 kind of shows. And uh, there was this uh, radio channel in India which is still there. It's called Vivid Bharti. And I think everybody who was born in early 70s, late 70s, early 80s, they all grew up listening to that uh, particular channel. So not a particular moment, but I think I just grew up... Uh, uh, with an affinity to radio as a medium to communicate, connect. I think that's the initial, uh, kind of my initiation into the world of radio. But when I moved to California, which was kind of um, late 90s, early 2000, I was trying to uh, find the music, the kind of music I liked when I was on driving. I had a one-hour commute each direction, and I was always trying to find the music I liked, but it was all popular music on all the channels. And I started researching as to what I can do, and uh, nothing came along. Uh, the community radio station scene is not very, very popular. And uh, that's when um, I just kept on researching, nothing came along. And when I moved to Victoria, which was uh, mid-2000, 2005, uh, I started looking at into it again, and uh, I found CFUV, and that's how Masalamik started in 2005. Narad brings most of the music for Masalamix from his extensive personal collection of South Asian music. He has been accumulating this collection since his early years of tuning in to Vivid Party. The 
the world of music is just infinite, right? And there are hundreds and hundreds of musicians that have come over years and have just made it richer and richer by their contributions and experiments. Uh, my dad, I still remember as a kid, he was on a fellowship uh, in US and when he came back, when he returned to India, he carried this album of uh, Ghazal singers. Uh, they were they were a couple, Jagjit Singh and Chitra Singh. And it was probably one of their biggest hits, Beyond Time. And I think I was eight or nine. And I started listening to that album and it was exquisite. It was just beautiful lyrics, uh, very philosophical stories about life and love and uh, uh, some amazing compositions which are still heard all across the globe. And I think that got me into that world of alternate music which was outside Bollywood. And I wanted to find out more artists who were very similar. Initially, it was just the lyrics that brought me to that kind of, attracted me to that kind of music. And in I think during that search, I found a lot of Sufi singers uh, from the subcontinent. I found a lot of instrumentalists who were playing all these very, very ancient instruments like mridang and tabla and pakhavaj and whatnot. And the interest just kept on get, getting deeper and deeper. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, that's how I think discovering music became my favorite pastime. When I'm not doing or anything else outside work and when I'm not in my yard cleaning or cleaning it up, I think that's what I do. I, I'm on YouTube or Apple Music or something and just trying to find out where the new music is, who are the new artists. Um, now with Apple Music and Spotify and Pandora and everything, it has become much easier, but it's not as much fun though. And uh, so that's how I kind of, I think, find most of my music. It's a lot easier now, but how was it to find music back in the day when there wasn't Spotify, when there wasn't, as you said, (laughs) Netflix, uh, Apple Music? Yeah. I think I was lucky. Uh, I was always surrounded by, like my dad, he, he used to write some good poetry. And during his years, he was surrounded by some very kind of almost revolutionary poets who are who were kind of read across India and who had some publications in their name. Uh, when I was in school, uh, I was again lucky to have friends who were very knowledgeable uh, about different kind of music. And they were always kind of... Um, it was a world of audio cassettes and he said oh you, i'll give you this you should listen to this and i got this one and then you should listen to this and we had kind of our own library going around and we were making copies and passing it on to each other that's how i think it was done mostly and once you found about some artist that uh, they sounded something that you liked you just kind of bought more of their music and then uh, that's how it grew i think collection i think uh, now collection grows exponentially there it was kind of more linear you had one and then you had two and then you kept on listening to those guys forever so it was kind of like your circle of friends was like an anti-bollywood movement almost in in music Uh, very true uh in fact if you'd see the indie scene was not very popular in india uh, there were very few artists who were trying to break through. And uh, for example, outside Bollywood, Ghazal singing was the second most popular and then Sufi was, I think, third. And you could literally count those Ghazal singers on your fingertips. And some of them were couples like Rajan Mehta, Nina Mehta, Jaggi Singh, Chitra Singh, uh, Bhupen and Mithali. So there were like couples singing who were kind of trained in classical music and then they started singing in concerts, head albums. Um, very, very few. Uh, we grew up in a Bollywood culture. It was so dominated by uh, Bollywood music composers. But again, uh, 70s and 80s was very rich Bollywood music. Uh, most of these Bollywood composers were composing tunes based on Indian classical music. They were very, very melodious and still heard around. Uh, like. 
people are still listening to those tunes. South Asian fusion music is a new genre that is being formed, and Narod makes a point of playing fusion artists when he finds them. My interpretation is very different. Classical ragas, classical uh, music instruments in India have been played for centuries, and artists have just come over years and contributed and kind of gave it their own flavor. Uh, the richness of Indian classical ragas is uh, it's not set in stone. The notes in those ragas can be played as to my own interpretation. So. Uh, if i'm playing the same raga and if you are playing the same raga they both can sound completely different and still we would be kind of playing the same tune so uh i think that's fusion when people try to experiment with it and try to make it more contemporary uh for something more uh, one of the recent artists i think anuksha shankar is one that comes to mind if you listen to her albums there is uh, uh where she has played uh, she was trained by her dad pandit ravi shankar who is kind of the foremost exponent and when it comes to sitar playing and introducing it to the rest of the world um she has albums where she just played indian classical ragas and then there is uh, this album where she contributed with her half sister nora jones and it's jazz and sitar combined and lyrics are in english so uh, very refreshing but again the soul is the same they still stick to what the indian classical music is all about this is traces of you by anushka shankar featuring nora jones Traces of you linger like a teardrop Fresh upon my heart sings There are so many other artists who have done very similar uh there is folk pop as well folk rock as well and tunes are still uh, that you would probably hear a group of women singing in a village but they made it so contemporary and lyrics are still the same why is it important to play non-commercial non bollywood south asian music over the airwaves i think it's not only important i think it's crucial uh, vancouver island is full of inquisitive minds i think people who are uh people who are very inquisitive about other cultures want to learn about the languages their food and of course music and uh, uh there's a gentleman on CFU in fact who does a show on rock music but is a very accomplished sitar player right so th- uh, there are people all around us who 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 want to explore who want to expand their kind of mind so to speak and knowledge about music so um <laughs> I I think masala mixes for inquisitive minds and I think people who love music and all kinds of music and melodies and um yeah. How does CFUV um masala mix in specific aid the community in hearing not just Canadian independent music but multicultural independent music as well? I see uh, I think I see CFUV's role is of a catalyst that can kind of uh, make that assimilation of other cultures and music faster i think uh, cfu is one such medium uh, i think we all become better when we know more about each other um each other's cultures languages the food we consume and things like that uh, when all of these small worlds come together i think the overall bigger world is far more beautiful and i think 
it's then i think in that kind of world music becomes the binding force uh, no matter whether you're listening to rock and roll you're listening to reggae you're listening to blues you're listening to even a mariachi band it's all the the same seven notes that we play and i think that's how it it has become this binding force so i think cfuv plays a very very crucial role in uh, bringing everyone together and bringing the independent musicians and music to the, to the listeners <laughs> Narod is happy to play Masala Mix to a mostly Canadian audience. He is delighted to see that this crowd loves the music as much as he does. It's very surprising, uh, especially in this town. Uh, I've been to a number of concerts where musicians from India were visiting the island and they were playing. I couldn't find hardly anyone from India in that crowd. Mm-hmm. Most of the listeners were Canadians, mm-hmm. and I was kind of surprised. when i was started interacting with them during the show and after the show how many of them knew so much about that musician and also that kind of music that particular person was playing again it was very very uh, uh, delightful to know that these fans and these uh, uh, experts exist around us yeah. so uh, uh, no i i think canadians love uh, music coming from the indian subcontinent more than the local indian crowd does for some reason <laughs> i think the local indian crowd is more bollywood Okay. Uh whereas just the overall exposure to the kind of music that comes out from that subcontinent I think there's more awareness to Canadian audience. Yeah. Kabhi dil kisi se laga kar to dekho. Do you feel responsible at all for um you know being one of those people that shows everyone that music? Oh no. Uh I I think my role is insignificant. Uh, mm-hmm. I think uh Uh, I'm just a medium. I think music is the main. I think the binding force. I I think uh, there is something to be said about music that has been there for thousands of years. And that is so soothing. And uh, especially in Indian music there are ragas that you can play for every time of the day. There are ragas that are played late in the night, there are ragas that are played early in the morning and then there are the evening ragas. There are ragas for weathers when it's monsoon you can play different kind of ragas and when there is summer you can play. So uh that music has survived centuries and i think there is something to be said about uh that music which is so universal Nirad brings something unique to CFUV and Victoria with his eclectic blend of south asian tunes on masala mix He plays an important role in unveiling independent ragas artists that would otherwise go unheard. We will leave you today with the Wadali brothers track Tumane Yana Mane. This episode of Behind the Mic included a conversation with Nirad, co-host of Masala Mix, which airs on Sundays from 8 to 9 p.m. For more episodes of Behind the Mic, visit soundcloud.com/cfuv mane dil dara asate tenu rab